This is the MMA Takes Podcast with your host, Brian Petrie. What's up? Take two. Take two. Full disclosure, started recording. I was about maybe 15 minutes in or something like that, feeling the groove. Daughter screaming her head off. Screaming her head off. She fell on a a stool. Wife took the stool away from her. Now she wants the stool again. The one-year-olds, man, they're fucking nuts, man. The four-year-olds sitting there playing on an iPad. Like, what is she crying about? Eating little fucking non-sugar, non-whatever the fuck kind of healthy cookies my wife got them. She's fucking popping them. And the one-year-old's just crazy. Have kids, they said. I love my children. I can't. I'm not going to go on that. Uh, Listen, what's up? What's up? New desk, new setup, gorgeous. If you follow me on Twitter, which you should, everybody takes podcasts on Twitter. You saw it. Uh, it's a gorgeous thing from Mojo Desk, mojodesk.com. Shout out Mojo Desk. I do have a um, a little referral code thing, so I should probably have that, but I'm so unprofessional. I don't. I will tweet that out when I get that, but Mojo Desk, it's a standing desk. It's an electric desk. You know, I'm not standing currently. My wife even asked me. She's like, why do you need a new desk? Like, you're, are you ever going to stand? It's like, hey, yeah, but I have the option to. And when I was re or not rewiring, excuse me, wiring everything, being able to raise this bitch up and be able to get underneath what happened to go on your back, like you're going under the hood of a car, was pretty nice, pretty nice getting that uh, getting that squared away. But uh, awesome, MojoDesk.com, awesome standing desk, gorgeous, gorgeous. I looked at a ton of them. This one is awesome. I got like the little, it's wood, but it looks like cement. Quick little fun story. When I built my my old desk, was a desk I built by hand. Because I'm a fucking lumberjack. Not really. It's very easy. I followed a YouTube video. Same situation. I was watching a home a home channel show, whatever the fuck it, whatever you want with my wife. You know, I like them. You know, whatever. Uh, we'll pop them on. We'll pop them on from time to time. But I was watching it and a guy, uh, one of the carpenters there or whatever you want to call him, uh, made a cement island top and i fucking loved it you know i hung out in garages a lot growing up here in the uh beautiful cincinnati suburbs uh and i just have an affinity for cement and he also made a cement um you know sink and i'm like man i, I make a cement top for my desk that'd be, that'd be fucking dope so i go on youtube trust youtube to look it up uh about 15 steps in my head was fucking spinning i was like what the fuck i thought it wouldn't be that big of a deal i knew it was gonna be heavy i knew it was gonna be messy cement's not that expensive but man a lot of steps, a lot, a lot of steps you got to follow, and uh, that was a little too much for your boy. So uh, we are here, and we are talking about this weekend's fights. I'll get into that. Before I get into that, I need to start to show off with a big fuck you um, to Fandle. Fandle, listen, hey, it's been a good run. It's been a real good run. You know, it's not you, it's me. I lied. I lied. It's totally you. You're a cocksucker, and I'll never, never gamble with you again. Go fuck yourself. A lot of people are probably like, ah, it's not that big of a deal. I'm a loyal guy. I like my brands, right? Apple, only brand I use, right? Sony, the the same fucking toothpaste brand. Shout out Colgate. Everything, right? Everything's the same in my life. Same shoes. I, I mean, I dab a little bit of different shoes, but I love Adidas shoes, right? I'm wearing Adidas right now. I I like what I like. And a lot of sharps, my guys, the sharps, Christian, Timbo, they play different books. They find different lines. They find different promos. They they, they like what they like. I was only rocking with Fandle for a while, and uh, and I had a lot of money in there. A lot of monies. You know, I started with a couple hundo, couple units. Took it down because I bought the camera. 
So I was stuck with 75 bucks. I told my buddy beginning of February, I said, by March, I'm going to have it over a thousand. I had $869 in that account. And and if I would have placed the bets I placed this weekend, because I'm up 1.6 units, I would have been over a thousand dollars. Close, right? Over a hundred. Yeah. Yeah. Would have been over a hundred, been over a thousand dollars. Made my promise to my buddy. So if you don't know on Twitter, I shared. So at 1030 on a Saturday, I'm with my kids. Wife works all day waiting for FedEx to show up. I got to run packages, drop them off to my wife. I got to go get medicine, yada, yada with my kids. 1030 Fandles down. I was checking the lines. They're down. Okay. It said, give us 60 minutes maintenance. Okay. 1030, 60 minutes. Cool. I leave the house by 1130, go drop packages off, get medicine, go to Indiana. I'm in Indiana about 1245-ish. Pulling to my spot, kids going nuts. Four-year-old's like, Dad, give me the phone, I'm bored. One-year-old's like, I'm out of milk. She doesn't talk, but she's like, milk, what? Throwing everything. Where's my passy? All upset. Kids yapping. I said, give me a fucking second. Daddy's trying to be a sharp, okay? Give me a second. Pull into my spot where I always go, movie theaters, Right there on uh, on 50, right there in Lawrenceburg, Indiana. Pull up my phone. It has been two hours and 20-ish minutes at this point. FanDuel's not working. Still says 60 minutes. So I said, you motherfuckers. Can't even access my money. So now I got to use my own money, right? Go into the old big boy bank account. Take 200 bucks out. So you know what? I'm not going to go crazy because eventually this money I'm going to be able to get. So put $200 into DraftKings, place my bets. So shout out DraftKings. You're my new baby. Don't fuck me like other people. I have downloaded other books. I have other books on my phone. I played with some other books here and there, but I was very loyal to FanDuel. Most of my money was in FanDuel. Not anymore. You dead to me? You dead to me. Okay? Dead. So, um... So, uh, so DraftKings it is, and let's talk about the weekend. Hit all three of my locks. Bada bing, bada boom. Send him home. Islam Makachev. He fucking destroyed Bobby Green. Mortal Lock. Josiane Nunez. Dog Lock. Terrence McKinney. Uh, nine and two on my picks, and I went one point six units up, which is gorgeous. I had Terrence McKinney plus nine hundred by submission. Gorgeous price. Some people had him first round, which was sharp, which is probably the better play because let's be honest, Terrence McKinney's kind of proven to be a one-round fighter right now. And he's going to take you out in that first round regardless. Um, and then I had Mortal Lock, Josian Nunez versus Ignacio Bohmendias. I had that as a small parlay. I didn't. I, I could have maybe given that as a slime ball. I thought that might have been a little too slimy, a little bit, a little bit too cheap on my part. Um, so I didn't give that out, but that was a that was a nice little parlay hit as well. Plus money. That was like plus 113. Uh, Nunez had a tough fight with Pasquale, but she she cruised in that fight, and Bahamondas looked fucking fantastic. And then what other bets? I had uh, Islam by sub, missed on that. That was minus 115. It was one plus 115 on Monday, minus 115. He did get the first round finish, but I had him strictly by sub. Uh, who else did I have there? Um, bah, 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 bah. I had Terrence McKinney straight. Oh, I have my book right next to me. Why don't you just fucking look into it? I'm looking at the paper. I'm looking at the paper now. I'm trusting in the paper. Trust the paper. I had Yo Alvarez win by submission. I was like plus three thirty. I missed on that. He got smoked by uh, Tesharian. I had Petrosian by knockout because Tim. I picked RoboCop. Had Petrosian by knocked out knockout because Timbo convinced me in that. Missed on that. Um, and I think that was all the bets I had. I don't. I didn't have Martinez. 
Bramhouse, no. Catchuela, no, I didn't have. Wellington Terman, I should have bet. I think, oh no, I did have an untracked parlay at Wellington Terman. I was like 15 bucks. I don't track anything below 25, quarter unit. I had Wellington Terman, Yo Alvarez, and uh, Petrosian all in a underdog parlay. 15 bucks would have paid like 300 something. Obviously, Yo Alvarez did not win. So, you know, two out of three of the underdog parlays, not not bad. Not, not, not bad. And uh, I was on an and Florian this weekend. Still go listen to the podcast. Jamie Krause. Oh, Jimmy Krause picked, uh, Krause picked against Florian for the big pay-per-view this weekend, which we'll go over at the end of the show. My pickums with Christian and Timbo will be later this week. Um, but go check that out. But I did pick against them for Kenny Florian against this card, and your boy did it again. Your boy beat him. I'm up the units. You know what? If you listen to the podcast, you know the scoring system. I hit Terman as a dog. That was pretty much the deciding factor as well. Uh, that's the only fight Ken Flo and I were opposite. Was was Terman? He had Serkinov, and uh, yeah, it was it was it was fucking tough in the beginning. I thought Serkinov might have had it, but Terman pulled it out. Um, fun fight. Still don't think it should have been the co-main event, but let's get into it. Islam Akachev versus uh, Bobby Green. And I think you guys know this is coming. I mean, five stars. I mean, come on. Listen, I'm going to I'm gonna probably talk about more how I think Islam deserves a title shot. And now, pause. There may be a situation. Fizev? Fizev? Hafia Fizev? Fizev? Fazeev, that's it. I took me a little bit to find it. Once I took me a little bit to find it. Once I find it, I find it. Took me a little bit to find it. Once I find it, I find it. Rafael, Rafael, Fazeev, Fire, fuck. Fee, I lost it. Whatever. He was supposed to fight RDA. He pulled out. He had COVID. He got to Vegas and had COVID, I believe. Whatever. So now RDA is looking for a new opponent. Everyone's raising their hand from Alir Tapoya, Paul Felder, Renato Moicano, and Islam said, let's do it at 170. I got unfinished business with it. Let's do it at 170. Is our RDA last, according to Twitter, was like, hey, 165. Uh, and I don't know. So they're going back and forth right now. Don't know if that fight's going to happen. Don't know if the UFC, but Islam's in for it. That's going to be a good co-main event. They're supposed to fight once before. They both won it. But for Islam, the people to think that he doesn't, there's a title shot. Come on. 10 fight win streak, and everyone's like, oh, he's not for anybody. <laughs> you know, he doesn't fight top five opponents. You know what I mean? Okay, so I got the top five pulled in front of me, right? Justin Casey, me. Hey, we, Justin, Justin Casey, Justin Gaethje, we smash, brother. Brother, we smash. Dustin Poirier, we smash, brother. Brother, we smash. But Neil Darius was supposed to fight, pulled out, brother, we smash. Michael Chandler, we smash, brother. Rafael Sanos. Pulled out when they're supposed to fight multiple times. Could maybe fight this weekend. He's ranked six. We smash, brother. Tony Ferguson. We smash, brother. Dan Hooker. Already smashed him. Top 10. Smith him in the first round. Conor McGregor. God, I love you, Conor, but come on. Gregor, you know, Fizev. Fizev. Gregory Gillespie. Matel Gamrot. Armartus Herring, who we beat. So look at this. Look at this top fucking 15. He's beat Armand on his debut, I know, right? What would literally fight anybody? Bobby Green was probably going to crack top 15. I mean, Diego Faro sitting here at 15. When, when's the last time that guy felt like he's going to fight? Brad Riddell's coming off a loss. He's sitting there at 14. Bobby Green was probably going to crack the top 15 if he didn't fucking lose this weekend. But, I mean, who who's beating him ahead of him? Darius would have been a great fight. Darius broke his leg. Sorry. Darius can wait till he gets a belt. Michael Chandler, he got a fight after a Dan Hooker knockout. Islam submitted in the first round. Is he top five? No, but he was. he's like a perennial contender. Tony Ferguson, that guy's nowhere to be found. I don't know how he's ranked seventh. Dos Santos, fight was supposed to happen. Maybe it happens this weekend. That's sixth. Michael Chandler, not fighting right now. You know, it's like 
Dustin Poirier has already fought Khabib and he's fucking lost, right? We don't need to see that again. People really are going to sit there and say Islam doesn't deserve a title shot, 10-fight win streak, and the motherfucker is finishing everybody. Submitting them, pounding them, smash, brother, smash. Crazy to me. Uh, Islam gets a five, five-star, man. You guys saw that coming. Bobby Green, he gets a one. Listen, uh, I, you know, again, I fill these out on Saturday night, guys. I thought Bobby was going to put up a little more of a fight. Short notice, I know, bad style matchup, yada, yada, yada. Thought there might have been a little more fight there. Should have given him at least a two for stepping up on short notice, fighting this absolute monster. But, you know, I can't change the star system. It's it's the star system for a reason. It's the people, they tune in. <laughs> One of a kind star system. No, uh, I should have maybe been a little bit more generous to, to Bobby King Green for stepping up on short notice, but Islam Makachev is just a different dude. Wellington Sermon versus Misha Serkinov. Uh, you know, this fight sucked on paper. In my opinion, it was a pretty good, entertaining fight back and forth the first round. Wellington had his back, kind of made some mistakes, held strong, and then flopped, you know, when he got shook off, Misha was landing some big, big ground and pound. Wellington looked fucking gassed. Got a nice little second win. Come out in that, uh, that second half. Second half, what the fuck is this football, huh? Bengals, who day? I'm still not over it. Ah, second second round, and Misha seems a little bit the fresher fighter, which is probably the first time that's ever been fucking said. And uh, you know he's huge in there for 185, and, and you know and they're standing up a little bit. Misha engages the takedown, gets Terman down, and then just got caught with a slick, slick fucking armbar off his back. Terman's a black belt, he's crafty, and Misha made some mistakes. You know Kenny Florian broke it down perfectly on the Anik and Florian today uh, podcast where he just said Misha was keeping his head a little too low, and it's easier for the guys to get armbars like that. I'm not a jujitsu high jujitsu black belt, but you know what I mean. You could tell that. You know, he obviously made a mistake. He got wrapped up in that fucking tight arm bar, and it was tight because, you know, this is a, this is a black belt. It's another high-level black belt. And either he tapped or his arms go snap, baby. So uh, good for Wellington to determine there. He gets a three, and Misha gets a one. You know, Misha, Misha, Misha. Going 185 at 34 years old. You know, you're huge for the division, but you got to start putting up wins, man. You're on two down there. I don't know what his contract situation is with the UFC. If this was his last fight. It's probably bye-bye. Uh, if not, they'll probably give him a shot. He's been in the UFC forever. All right, Priscilla Cachoeira versus Junior Kim. Awesome fight. I think this guy fight tonight. Both females get a three. A lot of people complaining about um, who won this fight, whatever. Listen, full full disclosure. Here we go. All right, we're in the trust tree. Are we in the trust tree? Whew. Okay, so I really bagged on this fight. I gave. I picked it based on uh, my fortune teller pin. It came up Cachoeira. That's who I picked. I had no dog in the fight. Didn't bet this fight. And, you know, I've always joked like, oh, yeah, you know, this fight, go take a shit, go do this. I took a shit during this fight. I missed the first two rounds. Taking a big old sloppy dump. You know, full disclosure, you know, you want the real and honest. I literally lived up to the word. I said, hey, if I got to take a dump, this is the this is the time to do it. And I did. And I come back, and it's an absolute fucking slugfest. And the third round was electric and got fight at night. People on Twitter going crazy. So I missed out. That's all my own fucking fault. That's my own fault. Wasn't the cleanest fight. Wasn't the most technical fight. But these girls went at it. A lot of people were very upset that Ketcher won. The round I saw, I thought she won the third round. Don't know what happened the first two. Um, obviously, I didn't watch it because, you know, I was, I was 
fucking empty in my stomach. But, uh, you know, I'm going to trust Twitter. I don't see many people picking Cachoeira here in this fight. A lot of people drink Junior Kim. You know, again, no skin in my game. Three for three. Entertaining fight. Both of these fucking chicks are warriors, and I was wrong. I was wrong. Take a shit in your pants next time, Brian. Do not miss a fight ever. Armand Sukarian. Sukarian. I can't pronounce this guy's name either. Armand, the T throws me up. Sukarian? No. Brian Armand versus Joe Alvarez. I had Alvarez here. This is my dog. My dog on Anakin Florian didn't make my dog lock, but, you know, I thought the value was there. But listen, I preach this all the time. I don't give a fuck about value if it loses. I'm so sick of seeing those tweets where guys are like, man, I'd bet Alvarez again at that number. No. Bet, if you know what you know, bet the winner. Just bet more on them. That number's there to want you to bet more so Vegas can take more of your money. That's why it's so high. If you know what you know, jump everything on them. What are we talking about? If I had to do this again, listen, I mean, it, it, my read was my read. If I don't know what's happening, I had to do it again. I'd probably make the same read. I thought Alvarez was going to be a little bit better on the ground. I thought, you know, he has no takedown defense, but I thought uh, Armand, who won by knocking his last time, was going to be like, you know, I can I can stand up a little bit. I'm hand happy now. I can throw down. But, you know, this guy's 6'3", Armand's fucking 5'7". So he took him down, sliced the fucking elbow, gorgeous elbow. Alvarez looked lost. The, the, the cut changed the fight. And then, but even before that, Alvarez... Looked like he didn't have many answers off his back. You know, Armand clearly was laying on him like a lead blanket, was heavy, was in position and, and keeping his elbows tight, keeping his head in the right position and, and giving nothing, not giving an inch. Meanwhile, still landing strikes, which is very impressive because the more strikes you land, the more you posture up, the more things are available to happen where you can sweep, where you can get on top, where you can get out from underneath you. Alvarez looked a little lost, and I didn't expect that. I didn't expect him to be lost on the ground. I thought he was actually going to... Control the guy a little bit. When you're a guy like Alvarez who is like, you know what? I don't really want to train my takedown defense because if you take me down, I'll take your neck. It's worked so far. I mean, the guy was 19-2. and two. But when you're so happy to play jiu-jitsu on the ground with a beast like this, it might be time for you to get up. Now, Armand looked great. Everyone says he's the future. I believe it now. He gets four stars. Alvarez gets one. It is what it is. Armand only got five, you know, but I mean... He beat a tough guy. He beat a tough guy, but he, he again, besides one elbow, and he looked he looked like a killer in there. A lot of people picked arm on the win, but not but win by finish. It was a very, very great performance. Maybe I should give him a five. I'm not going to, you know what? I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to go back, and I'm not going to tell past Brian on Saturday night, hey, fucker, you messed up this star system. No, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. Armand Petrosian versus Gregory Rodriguez. Sick fight here. Robocop versus Patrician. Both get a three stars. I think... A little bit of robbery here. That's what I think. I pick RoboCop. I bet uh, um, Patrician by knockout. He didn't win by knockout. RoboCop didn't win the decision. So I kind of lost either way. But unbiasedly, I do think RoboCop, you know, Rodriguez won this fight. Objectively, he landed big shots. He took some big shots. Petrosian was wearing it, got his nose busted, got wobbled a few times in there, was moving a lot. Rodriguez was stalking him. I don't know. I don't have the strike numbers in front of me, but neither of the judges. I just thought Rodriguez Robocop won this fight two rounds to one. Very competitive fight. I'm not going to say 
I'm not going to screen the rooftops robbery, but if you had, if you have Robocop in like a parlay, he's a final piece, or if you had him even big straight up, you can screen robbery. You know, you're allowed to have green color glasses, green color glasses, marbles in my mouth, green color glasses in a situation like that. Um, very competitive fight. Christian and I both scored it for Robocop. Uh, awesome fight, both bangers. And the question I have is how the fuck does Robocop get knocked out by Jordan Williams? What are we don't like what what happened to Jordan Williams? What happened to Robocop? Did he get a fucking chin implant? Did Jordan Williams have his fucking gloves padded? Did he have cement in there? Well, I, I just don't get it. I don't understand it. Anasio Bahamandis versus Zoo Wrong, Wrong Zoo, whatever. Wrong Zoo. Wrong Zoo came in the wrong weight, is what he did. Uh, 160, unprofessional, young kid. You, you can't miss this young because what would your body do when you're older? Anasio Bahamandis, again, he has some weight troubles. He's fucking huge for this division. He's 6'3. Uh, he came in as a professional, and he looked fucking good. Best ever. Switching stances, firing jabs off both different ways. Defensively, I thought he was sound. That's been the biggest knock on him was defensively, you know, he hasn't been sound. Switching stances, there's always going to be a more vulnerable side with their defense. He's clearly working it. Um, obviously, still a little green. Still needs some improvement in certain areas, but looked fantastic. Finally gave up a takedown. He's under, you know, didn't give up a takedown his whole UFC career. Gave up one, but then the second time Rongju went for the takedown, he took his fucking neck home. Anasio Bahamundes, what does he get? He gets a four. Rongju gets a one. You got to make weight, bud. You got to make weight. But I uh, I was high on Bahamundes coming off the contender series. Um, I liked him in his McDessey fight. I picked him. I betted him. Obviously, he lost that fight, but that's a tough first fight, and he's looked good ever since, and he's getting better. Uh, that ground game, those long arms, those chokes, is nasty. His takedown defense is good, um, and his striking is really, really good. He needs to work on his defense, and I think he needs to work on his uh, volume a little bit more. I think his volume was great for this fight, but I think if it just turns up a little bit and his cardio is that top-notch where he can stop your takedowns and fucking punch you at range whatever he wants, he's going to be a serious problem. And he's like 25 years old. He's young as fuck. Uh, Justin Nunez versus Romana Pascal. Romana Pascal, I said, uh, I tweeted during this fight that she's just she's four times bigger than Nunez. That's all I said. And someone followed me, Romana Pascal's OnlyFans account, which I don't think is real. I don't pay to see naked women. I'm not a 14-year-old boy. And that's the truth. Um, but I thought that was funny. It's like I, It seems like people were like, I, I got followed by an account that like I'm tweeting about how hot she is. No, no. She just looked fucking huge against Nunez. Nunez is a fucking bowling ball, a savage, my mortal lock, that left hand. Woo! Pasquale, listen, I don't think she's UFC quality. Let me see the star system. We got a four to one here. Nunez got a four. Pasquale got a one. Uh, Pasquale, I just don't think she's UFC quality. She's obviously tough. She's tough as shit, but her skills just aren't there. When she did lane, she had a nice double leg, right? At the end of the round, she blasts that double, but did nothing. Got butchered on top from the, you know, Nunez throwing elbows. She did nothing. She just doesn't have UFC quality. I know this was short notice and she's got a little falling in Hong Kong or in whatever case may be, but. Yeah, this was an easy read for me. I thought Nunez all day. Uh, Landing on that left hand at will. Almost put her out in that second round. I believe Judge, some George, two judges gave her a 10-8. Third round again, beating her up. And then she just gave, Nunez gave up a takedown every round. But this is up away class. And Nunez, realistically, probably could fight at 115 with her height. She's 5'2". But she punches like she's fucking 8'2". Like, this broad is a bad bitch. And I love Josina Nunez. I love her body type. I love everything about her. She's short, she's powerful, she's got no neck, and she's got a fucking left hand, baby. And uh, respect to Nunez, that's why she's my lock. Terrence McKinney versus Frazium. McKinney opened a lot of eyes here. 
Vegas forgot that before the UFC, before all these knockouts, he was taking guys down and submitting them. Plus 900 is ridiculous. Ferzium has lost fights previously. Two rear naked chokes. Terrence McKinney has a lot of rear naked chokes on his record. I knew McKinney was going to come in here and want to wrestle. And uh, exactly what he did. He took his back and submitted him. It wasn't. It was a weird angle, but McKinney's got a great squeeze. ZM tapped out. Uh, and that's all she wrote. Domination first round. Terrence McKinney gets a five-star, baby. I'm a five-star man! Listen, McKinney's, McKinney's as tough as they come. I, I like this kid a lot. Um, the only issue I have with him is cardio. I want to see him pass the first round. His wrestling's good. His submission's good. He obviously has knockout power. When I watched back the uh, Sean Woodson fight, which wasn't his best performance, again, that was at 145. He cut a lot of weight. Sean Woodson's gigantic, yada, yada. However... Uh, he did get hit with a couple punches that that kind of stunned him a little bit. I, you know, so I'm a little worried about the chin moving forward. But if you got wrestling like that, who fucking cares, right? I think this kid said he wants to fight in two months. I like it. Give him, uh, give him. God, man, I'm really bad at matchmaking. I mean, he's obviously not ranked. Doesn't need a rank guy. 155 is a bunch of Shark Tanks. But you know, there's some people on Twitter out there who are giving way better. Who should they fight next? I'm not good at it, but Terrence McKinney should definitely get a tougher opponent. Ferris is tough as they come, um, but he should get you know, 12. He was 12 and 3. They both had the same record going in. But McKinney should get someone that's going to kind of test him. Maybe a little bit good takedown offense, some striking similar to him, and we can see what happens. But uh, that's a five star performance, and Ferris Zim gets a one. Sorry, Zim. Uh, John Martinez versus Alejandro Perez. Both, you know, Martinez gets a three, Perez gets a two. This fight was kind of unforgettable. Martinez just, you know, uh, outpointing him. A lot of people thought Perez won the fight. A couple, let me, let me backtrack that. Not a lot of people. A few people on Twitter thought Perez won the fight. I thought it was clear as day. John Martinez. Perez won the first round. Martinez won the next two. Perez did nothing. He was aggressive in the first half of a couple rounds, and he was aggressive at the end of the rounds. Didn't really see him do anything. The guy fucking stinks. Doesn't belong in the UFC. John Martinez, good striker, worried about his chin. Don't know what his ceiling is at 145, but a solid win. Uh, Ramiz Brahmaj versus Michael Gilmore. Easiest bet of the night, right? I I didn't touch this. I'm a fucking idiot. But Brahmaj took Gilmore down, submitted him. It's it's as fucking easy as that. Uh, Gilmore's not UFC quality, so what are you going to do? He's out of the UFC after this point. Brahmanaj, you know, he just... He looks so good, and then the, the next time he fights, I'm going to remember this, and I'm going to go, oh, you know, he could take anyone down and submit him, and then he's going to fucking look like dog shit. So I don't know how to read this guy. Um, so he gets a three, Gilmore gets a zero, and then Victor, uh, Carlos Hernandez with Victor Altamarino. Marino gets a two, Hernandez gets a two. Evenly close fight. A lot of people thought Altamarino won. I thought it was a very competitive fight. Didn't really have the eyes to judge it. Thought it was competitive like I thought it would be. That fight going to decision, you could have put fucking $10 million on that because you knew that was going to happen. I happen to, I do not have $10 million, or I would have. I didn't bet the fight anyways. What am I talking about? But, you know, both those guys are so evenly matched. They're like carbon copies of each other, you know. Okay, striking, and then decent ground games with very little wrestling. Competitive fight. Sucks if you're in the opposite way there. But you know what? If you're a smart capper, you would avoid that fight. You would have said, you know what? I'm just going to bet the fight goes to decision, even though it's plus or, excuse me, minus 8,000. Let me get a couple pennies. Let me get a start the night off with a winner because if you pick the side, that's your problem right there. That is your problem. All right, let's... uh, Let's go on. So Islam should be fighting or maybe you're fighting RDA this weekend. I do not know. 
But UFC 272, I am Jack for. Before that, little quick story. Again, I don't want to keep talking about my desk. You know me, guys, right? I like my toys. I like my, you know, whatever. I'm very excited about this. So it came on Saturday, right? And I wanted to be home when it came because I want to help the the um, FedEx driver because I'm a delivery driver. I knew this was going to be heavy. It came in three packages. Knew this shit was going to be heavy. I was going to go help him, right? And uh, when I had to leave to go do all the errands and bet and stuff like that, I was like, man, I might miss them or whatever, but I didn't. So FedEx rolls up, right? And I go out there and it's this tiny little girl, right? Woman, not girl, woman, right? She's probably about a buck 25, right? And she's probably great at her job. And I'm not sexist. I think women are fucking amazing. They can do everything better than a man can do. I, my wife can do anything I can do, but better. I guarantee it. So I just knew this was heavy, right? And I'm a big, thick fucking dude. Okay, I can lift heavy shit. I go out there and uh, she stares at me all weird. I was like, hey, uh, I got three pretty big boxes. I'm just, just here to help you. She's like, okay. Goes in the back of her truck and she comes out with like the light one and then the, the legs were the heaviest one. So she gives me the legs. She's like, this is really heavy. I was like, okay, yeah, I'm good. She's like, seriously, like, don't, are you going to hurt yourself? I can walk it to your door. I was like, no, I got it. She handed it to me. It's like, you know, 110 pounds. I mean, it's heavy. So I set it down by the mailbox and I said, she's like, now you got a real big one. And there was the tabletop that comes out. That's not really that big. She's like, I can help you carry this through your door. I'm like, no, it's okay. I got it. It was like 40 pounds. It's very awkward. She's like, okay, thank you. See ya. Right. And I was like, yeah, no problem. And, and I told her, it's like, Hey, yeah, I work at UPS, you know, so I'm used to this. And she's like, okay, again, kind of gave me a look and drove away. And then, you know, just being the weird fucking brain that I have, I go, wait a second. Okay. I'm 270 pounds, six, two on a good day half sleeve tattoo and i come out there to help her and she goes are you sure you got it i don't want to hurt you to hurt yourself am i some feeble old man huh am i just some fucking old pile of bones i can handle it okay has nothing to do with I didn't even know what you what your sex was when i went out there i didn't see it until i got out there had nothing to do with that. It could have been a big guy like me. I would have fucking helped him because I know it sucks walking that shit in. And it's the worst when people go, hey, can you bring it inside? You know what I mean? I don't want to do that. I'm in the biz. I wanted to help you out. Not get a fucking attitude. Okay, lady at FedEx. <sighs> but, so that was, that's a little quick story. Let's go UFC 272. And listen, I'm sick and tired of these hardcore fans bagging on this main event. We got Kobe Covenger, Jorge Mafidal. Roommates, teammates, they hate each other. Is it fake? If it's fake, they both deserve Academy Awards because they sure sit seems real to me. All right? Money was owed to a coach. He didn't pay a coach. I've been in that situation where... I've recommended somebody for a job and they quit and it made me look bad. You recommend this guy to a coach, your coach takes him on, he doesn't pay you money. Uh, what are you going to do? You know what I mean? That happens all the time in this world. So I am pumped for this. I think it's real deal bad blood. I think they don't like each other. I think there's got to be a lot of security during the pressers, a lot of security during the weigh-ins because I think George is swinging. I think he's going to take a swing at Colby. I don't think he gives a fuck if it get, fights gets canceled or not. He's swinging. And I think the UFC's got to be prepared for that with security and or a backup from the main event. But the card itself looks pretty, eh, you know. If we get Islam, 
and RDA, or if we get RDA to stay on the card, whether it's against Felder, Moikana, Torporia, or Islam, all the guys who have volunteered, I still think it's going to be a great card. But, you know, it's there's some interesting fights, but it is kind of thin. It's top-heavy, right? And I like it. A lot of fans are getting upset that, you know, non-title fight, main event, whatever. We don't need a title fight. Don't throw titles on it. That's why interim titles get thrown around so much is because they think they need a title fight to sell a pay-per-view. When you have two guys with this polarizing personality, you don't need that shit. Uh, Kobe Coven, Jorge Masvidal, great fight. Uh, listen, I'm... Here you go. Listen. You guys listening? Okay, you better be listening. I'm having a hard time picking this fight, actually. I thought I was Team Colby. I thought I was Colby all the way. Now I'm thinking about George. And I'm going back and forth. This is one of those, like, where's the value at? Where's the value going to be at? This one's tough. This one's tougher than I think. I got to dive in deep. Pickham's going to be on Wednesday night, boys, live. Live and in effect. It's going to be Wednesday night, and uh, I need I need some time to think about this one. I thought I for, for sure wrapped it up, but I'm going to need some time on this one. Edson Barboza versus Bryce Mitchell. Love that fight. Bryce Mitchell, big step up. I know Bryce Mitchell. A lot of people don't like his appearance on Anakin Florian. He had a couple opinions people don't agree with, whatever. Uh, as long as he's not beating women, kids, or hurting himself, or hurting other people, have whatever opinions you want. I don't give a shit. Uh, you know, because you're a fighter. You're going to get in there. You're going to fight. I'm going to root for you. I'm not a Bryce Mitchell guy. But every time you stick this mic in front of my face, I'm going to say Arkansas. That's one of the best things in the world. How do you not like that? Even though, you know, people think he's dumb now. Uh, great fight. Barboza has struggled with grapplers in the past. There's been some just some stats coming out saying he's only really struggled with like the elite guys as Bryce Mitchell elite. We're going to find out. I believe Barboza is the underdog right now. So uh fun fight. Kevin Holland, Albert, uh, Cowboy Oliveira, Kevin Holland, 170. This seems like a layup fight for Kevin Holland. Cowboy Oliveira is always tough, but this is what it seems like to me. Again, I have to dig deeper into that because that could be a little fucking trap fight. So there's a big back versus Greg Hardy. I do not know why Greg Hardy is still on the main card. No one wants to see Greg Hardy. I hope he gets knocked out again. I hope he gets taken down and fucking head pounded and again gets cut from the UFC. I don't want to see Greg Hardy main eventing, opening the pay-per-view, put in the second prelim and let's move on. Uh, with that being said, I think Sergey Spivak could be Greg Hardy's like kryptonite because Spivak is really good at taking you down and getting on top. But... Well, excuse me. Sergey Spivak's really good at being on top. He's not really good at taking you down. Greg Hardy obviously doesn't have the best takedown defense, but he's very athletic. He is powerful. So we'll see. Jalen Turner versus Damon Willarkey. This fight's breaking my brain. I have no idea what to think about this fight. Uh, another really tough fight. Marina Rodriguez versus Jan Shan. Uh, great female fight for 115. Rodriguez is a fucking stud. Sean is only coming and look great in the UFC. That's a high-level fight. That should be on the main card. Greg Hardy should not be. That should be on the main card. Nick Nergamirdo versus Kenny Njukchuwu. <sighs> I got to practice those names. Um, yeah, right? At 205. Both violent. Nick's look pretty good, but he's look hittable. Kennedy's looked okay, but powerful. Mm, you know? Not crazy about it. Maria Moros versus Mar uh, Maria Agapova. Agapova is a fucking beast, but she did lose to Shannon Dobson. Big pause right there. Umar Nurmagomedov versus Brian Kellner. Love this fight. Kellner is a huge dog. Uh, Nurmagomedov, what, what has he really done, right? I mean, yeah, he's Khabib's guy. Beat Sergio Maria Renegade Choke. Beat Brian Gonzalez. Oh, so he's only debuted in the UFC once. Okay, Brian Gonzalez was outside the UFC. But yeah, I mean... 
Fights like a guy from Dagestan, right? And Brian Callagher is a vet. I think this fight's at 145. They're saying 135. I think they agreed to 145. I could be wrong about that. Tim Elliott versus Tagir Ulombekov. Tagir Ulombekov's a guy who I was kind of high on in the beginning, and now I've kind of really cooled on him. Tim Elliott's a guy, 17-12-1. You look at that record, you're like, this guy, who the fuck is this guy? But when he's on, he's a fucking stud. His wrestling's really good. His cardio's good. His striking's very awkward. He's a funky dude. Uh, you know, that's a really tough fight to pick right there. I'm sure I don't have the lines in front of you. I'm sure Elliot's a slight dog right now. I can see him being a big dog favorite this weekend. Luva Klein versus Devontae Smith. Both guys are just bust. Luva came into the UFC, knocks out Shane Young. Devontae Smith knocks out, you know, who he knocks out. He's lost two fights in a row now. Blues Achilles out, went away. Yeah, so Blues Achilles out after the dung or after the Carmorthy fight leaves, comes back. Doctor stop is over Justin James. Congratulations, got knocked out by Jamie Malarkey. Has a chin issue. Has big power. Luva Klein is you know Nate the Train submitted him. Trezano embarrassed him. He's only got one way in the UFC. That fight's gonna be tough to pick again. Don't have the lines in front of me. And then the Dustin Jacoby versus Michael Olashechek. Uh, I, I like Jacoby in that one. I'll give you a free pick right off the top, right off the jump. I'll give you a free pick. All right. Drink of water tonight. It's a little late. A little late. No soda right now. This is all water, baby. Uh, so we have Pickums this Wednesday. Christian and Timbo are going to be on. We're going to give you winners. We're going to give you pick the whole card. Give you our locks. Do all the all the stuff. We're going to be live. MMA Takes Podcast on YouTube. MMA Takes Podcast on Twitter's. I can't go live on Instagram, but go follow me over there. MMA Takes Podcast across the fucking board. And listen. Go rate and review me on Spotify or iTunes, whatever you fucking listen to this on. Go rate and review. Say, this guy, is, he's got something. He's got I don't know. Say whatever you want, but go say something. All right? Let's go, fight week. Woo! Hey, fellas, do me a favor. Get her down off there. What do you say? Woo! I say let her dance. Woo! Escort this gentleman to the door. Do you see that shit? Who is that guy? He's good. He's real good. The name is Dollar.